your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solom. All right, welcome to a Monday of Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Rick Solom. Technically, back on a Monday. I was back Friday, if you listened to the show then. But uh, back for the week now. Here we go. I'm going to go... Uh, just going to jump right into it, too. I'm not, I, I have a couple of texts out to some people as it's committee week. If anyone pays attention to city government, it's committee week this week. So you have all kinds of meetings. These are the meetings that if you, as a public, want to comment on some of the things going down in the city of La Crosse, this is the week to do it. I think maybe there should be like a like a real quick breakdown on the on the committee webpage or the, the, the city of lacrosse city council page or something just saying, Hey, this is the week to to call it. Maybe there is. I guess maybe I haven't haven't seen it. Um, but if you ever deep dive into the county or city pages, there's uh five thousand links and PDFs and uh it's not not that it's confusing, but it's probably it's a little overwhelming. And then if you want to be involved in everything, then, then it's really overwhelming. And we always talk about, uh, you know, when the, when the city council or the county board wants to give itself a raise or, or, or pay itself a little bit more, well, look at all the things they're doing. I feel like a couple hundred bucks they get a month for this stuff is, uh, is small potatoes. Small potatoes? Uh, for for the amount of stuff that's going on and and that they're uh, looking into and if you go tomorrow tomorrow is one of the, the first of these meetings I think there are meetings today actually I have the website up there's a city plan commission meeting going on well it started at four the board of public works meeting happens every Monday um, human rights commission meeting tomorrow five fifteen judiciary and administration committee meeting tomorrow six p.m. Oh, today, school board meeting. Uh, Lacrosse school board meets tonight at 6. And um, let's see. Thursday, then, finance personnel committee. And then the 8th, so we're into the 8th, would be next Monday, public board of, oh, yeah, board of public works again. Uh, and then on the 9th, council planning meeting and then next thursday is the common council the lacrosse city council meeting so you know these meetings these committees this week lead up to that meeting next week and by the time we get to the lacrosse city council meeting most of the decisions have been made and they're just yay or naying that stuff i believe i could be way off i grew up in greenville so and covering city government a little different, uh, but but it is interesting. There's a couple of things on the... Uh, so if we just go to the J and A meeting, right? We call it... This is a cool way to call it the J and A meeting. Uh, I, I, did, I do have a text out to one of the, the members of that committee who's in a meeting right now, so we'll see if they can call in. But just some of the things on that... On that uh, we can get into some of the things on that agenda, I should say. I'm looking for the word. Um, in a little bit, and we'll see if my who I re- reached out to can call in or not, or text me back and see if they can come on and, and kind of break down that stuff because that's kind of what I want to do. I wanted, I would like to just, but there's so many meetings that you know they're they're often in other meetings during the show, so it's hard to get from one to the next. Um, but the 
other some other things going on today. There was a protest this morning. If you want to talk about that, it's uh, I think Brad's still putting it on the website, but it's just a a tenant had died, and um, in a rental uh, their their rental apartment or property or whatever you want to call it. You know, there there's stuffs in there. Well, that stuff apparently got thrown out. The the rental, you know, overseer there took that stuff and and threw it away. And people aren't aren't too happy about that. And uh, so there was a protest uh, outside that rental place to to obviously not happy about the the fact that the the person said they took it to the landfill apparently, which isn't great optics for somebody that's died, right? Uh, that happened this morning. Brad was at that. Brad Williams at Wisdom was at that. Uh, Republicans that control the legislature in the state uh, want to give give more, I guess, COVID funding to uh, schools, which sounds great, but it's only the schools that are open, which I thought was kind of interesting, an interesting angle to take. Um, we've given away, given away. It sounds like that's a weird way to say that last month, the, the budget committee, um, gave 65 and a half million in federal aid to schools that are open or in person. I should say, I don't know. Open is the right way to say that. But so now that was last month. So they want to, the Republicans want more money to go to those schools. And I'm always kind of a question, you know, I, I get that the schools, they say the schools are racking up costs for substitute teachers, personal protective equipment, and bus transportation. Part of me is like, well, don't the schools do that anyway? <laughs> Aren't those schools, like, isn't that the status quo? I get that the, there's a, there's some added expense there for pr- protective equipment, but um, I guess there would probably be more substitutes. But the, But the idea that we have to do it for just the schools that are open seems kind of kind of funny um we got a caller coming in uh tom's calling in tom go ahead you're on the air yeah i'm wondering if anybody else has had issues with digging Berglund and trying to call them today uh, you can try every option all you get is the tape recording no humans with what what is that a rental place i didn't quite hear what you said digging Berglund. oh okay um, I would imagine, Tom, that maybe it's Monday and they're not working on Mondays the first well, of the month. They never, maybe they never turned the phone on this morning. Yeah. Well, it's the first of the month. I feel like maybe this is the busiest day of the month for, for rental places. It's not rental, Rick. It's a pharmaceutical well, <laughs> pharmacy and a medical facility, and it's also a retail store. Oh, they okay. Won't answer the phone. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't know anything about that, Tom. I'm sorry. Uh, I would probably just maybe get on, leave them a message if they won't answer the phone. I, I have no. <laughs> clearly, I don't know what you're talking about because out of the blue, a pharmaceutical company. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, we're gonna take a break. Brad's got to do the news. We'll see if my city council member uh is has messaged me back i haven't looked at my phone yet uh to talk about the jne meeting otherwise we'll just wing it all right we'll be back after this all right welcome back to lacrosse talk pm 608-785-7914 you know what the text line i should turn that on (laughs) monday back for vacation 
did this Friday too. Kind of got into talking with Dr. Anthony Tragowski from UWL and do the whole talk and text line thing and then kind of forget that the you have to turn that on. Uh, all right, so I, I got to... So Tom called in. He was, he was, he was troubled by uh, a pharmacy not, uh, not having their phone lines on or not returning his call or, or, or something. So a uh, libertarian guy, and I got a call about this too off the air. Uh, he says, Deegan Berglund is a local, very well-known pharmacy in our community. Uh, they're open. Their phone systems, their answering systems must not be are not functioning. So, libertarian guy, thanks for that. I I, I appreciate that you spelled it out for me because when Tom says that, I'm like I, I don't exactly know. I'm like, can you spell that, Tom? But I won't do that in the air. Um, so, Deegan Berglund, which and then the caller, someone called me and said they're they're known now as Gunderson Pharmacy Village, and they're by Central High School there in in the village, Gunderson Pharmacy Pharmacy in the village. Uh, and Tom, their phone lines are having technical difficulties today. So technical difficulties at the Gunnerson Pharmacy, uh, otherwise formerly known as, let me go back, Deegan Berglund. Uh, so I guess call tomorrow. I'm sorry that I didn't quite understand what you're, because I was talking about uh, whatever I was talking about. <laughs> and then uh, Tom brings up pharmacies. So, and I, now I forget what I was talking about. Uh, protests this morning about a, a rental facility and just kind of people talking about uh, trouble they have with landlords in general. Um, but but the story here that from this protest is is that uh, somebody died. Uh, they were found deceased in their apartment January twenty eighth. There was court going on for an eviction. Uh, that person. Uh, showed up to every date except for the January 25th one. The eviction was allowed. It went forward with the eviction. So there was this, you know, they didn't show up to the last meeting, it looks like, and then the eviction happened a couple days later. Um, and then that person was found dead uh, after the court date that they missed. The father received his wallet and his keys from the medical examiner the 29th. I'm just reading from the the event page here, and uh, he was told he could go get some of the belongings that day. When he showed up to that rental facility, they had already changed the locks. Uh, his father made numerous phone calls to the, the rental facility, and they kept saying that the, that person was out of town to get that stuff, to go get the, the belongings. Uh, so fast forward to Monday. This must have been last Monday. Could have been, could have been a month ago. Actually, I have no idea what Monday they're speaking of. <laughs> Today is Monday. Uh, they called again and um, asked if they get into the apartment. They said no. It's our property now. Uh, okay. Jared then asked, "So you guys will will go through, keep whatever you want, and throw out the rest?" And they responded, "Pretty much." Uh, so this person that died, you know, their their stuff is in the apartment, or it was, but they they took it all out and allegedly threw it all out or kept it. Who knows? But they said it was in the, in the landfill and you know, there's gotta be some kind of, uh, you know, waiting period there holding period. Uh, when somebody dies at a apartment they're renting where you can't just go and bulldoze everything out of their apartment and, and, and rent it out to someone else. Uh, they even asked what dumpster they threw it in so they could go dumpster dive. And uh, 
they got hung up on when they asked that. And then, uh, yeah, so that's that was what the, the protest was about this morning and, and just calling out this group. I guess it's River City Rentals uh, for, for not being very cool about somebody passing away and, and then not getting their belongings back to, to the person that, to the, the family of the person that passed away. I mean, sounds pretty awful. Uh, of course, you know, River City Rentals could have a statement here that says something completely different. Nobody's actually heard from them yet. Uh, the protest was today. Obviously, it's March 1st, right? So, like, the day people pay rent. Uh, so they held the protest the day they figured the office would be open. But the office wasn't open. So, um, so that's that. Eric from Sparta is calling. Eric, you're on the air. Go ahead. Uh, answer for Tom there calling about this day in Berglund. Well, I would say to him, well, welcome to the club. Whenever you try to call somebody, I'm going to get a robocall or record a message and put that. All right, so um, they have they have phone technical difficulties, Eric. I'm not out here to bash a pharmacy I've never heard of before because I don't go to pharmacies. Not yet, anyway. So, um, yeah. Dagen Berglund, now known as Gunderson, having phone difficulties. We don't need to bash them, too. I mean, we could just do the whole hour bashing people. I mean, that's all you want to do anyway. So, uh, haven't heard back from a city council member that I wanted to. Not that I gave them a whole lot of heads up, but, you know, uh, they got a ton of meetings going on today. It, it, it would be nice. I mean, I could try to do this on uh, even on t- even tomorrow with uh, other council members, but on Wednesday I'm going to talk with I haven't decided yet. Either Vicky or Mitch on on Wednesday. We're just gonna do what we're. What my plan is to do this uh, every Wednesday uh, until until we vote for our next mayor. So, which is April six, I believe. Yeah, April six. I got those numbers and pretty down in my head. But uh, so hopefully Mitch or Vicky will come on this Wednesday, and then we'll switch every other Wednesday. It'll just be Wednesdays with our mayoral candidates, and we're having a debate on the 23rd. That's a Tuesday. We're gonna do that. We're gonna have them in person, but we're you know we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna play it virtually or whatever. However you want to post the video of it, and um, Trigoski is gonna be a part of that, and obviously uh, the Wisdom News team, Caitlin Riley and Brad Williams and Scott Robert Shaw. So. Uh, that, that'll be fun. That'll be March 23rd. But up until then, you know, we're going to talk to these candidates, uh, quite a bit. And there's other debates going on. I believe, uh, Vicky, Vicky told me at one time that there were nine debates going on. (laughs) So plenty, you're going to hear plenty from your lacrosse mayor candidates. So going into this election, April 6th, there's no, I don't believe there will be a whole lot of, uh, stones unturned. When it comes to you know what position each of your candidates uh, has on on any issue in the city, I feel like at by by April six we'll have every pothole covered, you know, and how each candidate feels about each pothole. Um, some of the stuff that's going on today are are important issues that are part of this JNA uh, committee meeting as well. So. Um, there's a those are uh, a couple of things that we could talk to a couple of people calling in so I'm gonna I'm gonna do this so you guys can hear that you're on hold now and now Brett I'm gonna go to you so you can understand that I'm going to hey Brett you're on the air go ahead man well I just think it's freaking hilarious I mean 
if you can get Eric from Sparta and the milkman from Caledonia to do a, I mean, I don't know if you can. Who, I don't, who's the milk? Up. Who's the milkman? What are you talking? The milkman. The milkman in the morning. Oh, okay. He's, you know, if you can get them to do a debate, <laughs> it'd be great because you can't understand anything they say. Which would be awesome. I can understand. I can understand uh, what Eric says once in a while. Uh, today, today, I clearly could understand that he was mad about something that isn't necessarily. Is the milkman in the morning? Is he pretty mad about stuff all the time? I can't understand. He just. <laughs> well, he gets going. I'm... And that's fine. And, you know, between the milkman and Eric, you know, they're, they're crazy, but. In, <laughs> They're fine, but you know, it's, you have to. They're they're nuts. Yeah, that's I mean, now we're bashing Eric and and apparently the milkman. I'm sorry, I, I'm usually asleep during Hayes' show, and if milk, the milkman, I, I guess I don't I don't know what his uh, deal is. But uh, Eric Eric calls in, and um, some days he's uh, really upset about stuff, and some days he's not as upset about stuff and he's in the room too. Cause he's on hold. He's usually on hold the whole hour. So I, I don't want to bash Eric. Uh, some days, honestly, like Eric calls in and he's mad about something and it, it, it takes, it carries the rest of the show. I don't think bashing uh, some pharmacy is going to carry the show, but uh, that's not going to carry the show today anyway. Um, but you take the good with the bad. Uh, Greg, you're on the air. Go ahead, man. Hey, can we talk about city council candidates? Um, yeah, you, yeah. go ahead. Well, I just want to clear up a little bit of confusion, I think, that's out there, that Mitch Reynolds is somehow a moderate or something, because I listened to one of his uh, videos on his Facebook page on February 18th. Okay, so we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about mayor candidates, you mean? You said city council. Oh, yeah, yeah, mayor candidates. Okay, so you want to... Um, yeah, Mitch, Mitch said... The Tea Party started as a covertly racist movement and became overly racist. Okay. So I I think some people out there think Mitch was friendly to the Tea Party or that he's some sort of Tea Party libertarian guy. He's not. He's a radical liberal. Okay. What's Vicky then? You want to? I just wanted to. You want to call out? Clear that up. I, I think there's some confusion out there. All right. All right. Thanks, Greg. Uh, Greg calling Mitch Reynolds a radical liberal <laughs> uh, because of a video he saw, apparently. Um, if you want to send me that video, Greg, that's fine. Uh, yeah, we, you know, we, this is the other thing that we got to, we got to talk about is that we have, Greg could have talked about the city council candidates, not the mayoral candidates, um, but we're going to have seven new city council members potentially. One could be uh, winning, re, winning re-election in Doug Happel in district 12, but we're going to have at least six new city council members. Um, kind of another thing, actually, that may, uh, that's something we talked with Vicky about, uh, I guess a couple of weeks ago now, cause I haven't been on in two in a week. Uh, but we talked to Vicky about just that, you know, that's part of her plan when she, when she gets in, if she gets in as mayor is that, uh, you know, just, just getting to know the city council members and where they stand on things and what issues they have. And, and maybe some, you know, as some how to with when it comes to city government, because obviously if you have brand new people to the 
city government, there's going to have to be a little bit of a uh, getting up to speed on how everything works. Anyway, I got to take another break. Brad is going to do the news again. But before that, Scott's comment coming up in one minute. We'll be back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. I didn't get the city council member I wanted, but I got another city council member to call in. Uh, Gary Podesky's on. Uh, Gary, you're like second fiddle here. That's fine. I, I, I can play the cornet, but I've never played a fiddle. Never play the fiddle. I, I find, the second fiddle. I feel like the fiddle would be more fun than the clarinet. So. Um, it would be more fun at a party. Yeah, so, okay, so there's a, first of all, I just, like, it'd be, maybe it's, it'd be easy to just explain this stuff a little bit, because I, I, I don't know, do, do you think this is generally uh, public, I know it's public knowledge, but common knowledge, um, the idea that this is committee week, essentially, in the city of La Crosse, it's always the first week of the month, right, essentially? Correct. Well, it's uh, the first, uh, it, it, the way to look at it is, the, the, the regular city council meeting of the whole is always the second Thursday of the of the month. Yep. So sometimes you may have J and A be the last Tuesday of the previous month. Yeah. Okay. But then that first Thursday would be F and P. But yeah, you're right. Usually, yeah, this is committee week. And committee week is the week that if people want to know, want to weigh in on what their city is planning to do, what the government is planning to do. Uh, these are the meetings they need to pay attention to, right? Absolutely, because this is where they can they can speak publicly. Like tonight, we had it's city planning. I'm not on the planning commission. There are two other council people on it. Um, uh, uh, Newmeister and Kalo are on that, and they're also on J and A. So they they sit on the, uh, the city planning commission, and that's the would be tonight. There was a fell on the first Monday, so. And then tomorrow you have J&A, and it falls on the first Tuesday. And then Thursday is F&P, finance and personnel. Now, before COVID, were these meetings also still online, or have we just gone to a little bit broader way of watching these meetings or, or going to these so, meetings? COVID was always, before COVID, we were, you'd always meet in person. I, I haven't been to an in-person city meeting since year ago this month. Yeah, and and the idea here is, but people can go to City Hall, right? If they wanted to, yeah, they can't they can out. Yeah, the first few months they couldn't. Right, uh, uh, but it was. Oh, I forget how many months ago. They, they, you know, there are the mask restrictions, and they have everything spread out. But tonight, there were three people who spoke at the City Planning Commission meeting, and they were in City Hall. Yeah. Okay. And and. So, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna yell at you a little bit. So the county board meetings used to go on Facebook Live. I got a nice little update. I'd be sitting in here, wrap up my show. I go to Facebook, and be like, "Oh, county board meeting!" I just hit play, and I'd watch you guys do the county board meeting while I'm sitting here, you know, doing some other stuff. No longer the case. So I don't get that nice little reminder. I have to, you know, remind myself. I guess. Um, why did the county board meetings not? Why don't they go on Facebook Live anymore? Any you idea? Know, Rick, Matt, I, I really can't answer that. Okay. I, I, that was made. I think it was the executive committee, and and I know there was a reason, but to be honest, I can't remember the reason why they switched. Okay. But you can still you can still get on a link to watch the county meetings. I just don't know what the link is. Yeah, and, and I, mean, I have one sent to me. Being a county board member, there was a link sent to me for my meetings, uh, my committee meeting. Uh, we still do meeting person, person, the ones who are comfortable. So I'm on the. Uh, 
Public Works and Infrastructure Committee for the uh, County of La Crosse, and that is the second Monday of the month, and I do go down and then wear a mask and meet in person. And I'll just say, we're talking with Gary Podeski. He's on both the city and county boards, and you, you won't be on the city board, city council anymore, I should say, uh, you know, in two months because you, you didn't run for re-election. But, yeah, the idea here that, man, it was, it was really nice because when you post those county board meetings, when you post the link, as soon as the meeting's over, the link dies, and you can't go, I can't watch at 10 o'clock the county board meeting that happened at 6, you know? Uh, see, see, I'm not aware of that. Like the city one, when the city's over, you can watch, you can go to the website and you can watch the city meetings. I think they're up, uh, for X amount of time. Um, I'm not sure, you know, like if you can go back and watch four months ago, but I know you can go on for the whole month and go back and review the city meetings. I'm almost positive of that. Okay. And I would try to do that, but I can't find the links for the, that's the other problem. I can't, I can't just go uh, to the website and go, Oh, here's the link to, uh, all the, the, like, it's just, there's so many links. And, um, if I go to the, uh, judiciary and administration committee page, it just, it doesn't take me to a link to the, to the, the video. It just, it doesn't, there's, it's not front and center. like that. What I would do, Rick, is if you could call the city clerk's office is very helpful. You can call Kaylee. It's the mayor's assistant. Right. Uh, leave a voicemail. She's she's working. She's not working in house, but at home. But she she does check the messages. You could call Kaylee. You can call Nikki at the clerk's office. Right. Or what? you could probably call even IT, and they will let you know what the link is that you go to. Right. And I get that. I'm just saying, as a as a regular person. Uh, we don't want the whole city calling everybody. It would be just nice, like, here's the link. It could be the same link every every time. But anyway, I'm just it's it's always a now that we're not doing this in person, everyone can watch these meetings at home, which I think is great, until you can't find the the link to the meeting. Anyway, it's under city council, right? My yeah. IT director is working on it right now. My bride is my my <laughs> lovely bride is my IT director, so she's right. working up on her personal computer. Yeah, and but I'm I trying think- to and I'm trying to do it while I'm talking to you. I just I end up on the boards and committee page, and there's 55 links on that page. Uh, okay. You know, there's just never a link. You know, it, maybe if I go to the judiciary here, I'll just scroll down. Anyway, this is great radio. I understand. Uh, <laughs> meeting details, you know, now I go to meeting details. It's not on there. I go to agenda. I'm sure it's going to be on the agenda, but I got to download a PDF first. And now I'm downloading a PDF for the agenda. And then I go to the agenda and it's a link, but you got to, it, it's not highlighted. So now I'm on the link and now I got to type my name. We'll see if that link works tomorrow after 6 PM. I'll just tell you tomorrow. Yeah. Well, let's give it a try. <laughs> Cause I know at city planning tonight. There was two of the neighbors and uh, one of the develop uh, person involved in development were at City Hall, and there was, I believe it was two, one for sure, neighbor that was on the computer that talked to the City Planning Commission. And then there were some other things on there where you had uh, a local developer on a different subject talk to the City um, Planning Commission, and they were all... You could see their face, and they were all live and in color on the, at the city plan commission meeting yeah. on the computer. On the computer. Well, and I'll just tell you, I went to last month's uh, link, and its uh, video is currently offline. Refresh page, so it doesn't. It doesn't. Once okay. it's dead, once it's dead, it's dead. I don't get to to watch the meeting later, which I you know I think is 
you know, essentially in a, in a world where we're meeting with these things live, you don't get to watch the live meeting at the city council later, but it would be nice just to, you know, hey, I want to watch the meeting as somebody that's interested in, in you know, what my city is doing. Um, anyway, right. we'll get into getting into the Judiciary and Administration Committee meeting tomorrow. Uh, there's a couple of things uh, I see, you know, and there's <laughs> there's probably 10 things on here. And so essentially you have to download 10 to 20 million PDFs depending on which one you look at. But when you see uh, there's an alternate side, parking amendment, public market report, uh, residential parking zones, something about snow code violations. Um, and then you said this uh, rezoning is what maybe one of the more important ones that at division and fifth well, street. The, yeah. The residential parking one, that that's, that'll just be, um, that was referred today at public works for two weeks. So that'll just be referred to next month on, JNA tomorrow, I'm guessing. Uh, okay. Yeah, the the 21-0162, and that's the what it is. It's the property at Fifth and Division. It's the old Gerard Heschler building. Uh, there's a uh, a developer who wants to put a 12plex apartment unit up there, and uh, and then ended up after discussion at city planning tonight. There were some concerns about um, the developer. Um, and it was voted unanimously to to not uh, grant the, the the ordinance change, but that'll still go to J and A tomorrow, and it'll go to full council next week. Um, it, there's two members of J and A that are on city planning, like I said earlier. So who knows what's going to happen uh, tomorrow? Um, you know, but that would be the case where if anybody who lives in that neighborhood. Again, that'll probably be your last chance to speak, or would be normally your last chance to speak. Now, next week at a at a regular city council meeting, uh, a council member can ask if there's in, uh, circumstances where you feel somebody from the public should talk about something or speak about something. You could ask uh, for a motion. You can make a motion to open it up for public comment, mm-hmm. and then it would have to be voted on. But and then sometimes you know that'll be approved, and sometimes no. If if I guess if uh, council people feel it's been rehashed enough, but I'm always open for conversation. So I've asked for a few times to have it uh, at a council meeting to have comments from the public, and I think most of the time I was lucky enough when I asked, it was granted. Is so. this building a Big Brothers and Big Sisters building at one point? Yes, it was for a short okay. time. That was discussed at the meeting that. That's been the only tenant I think that's been in there for the last couple of years, and it was very for a very short time. And you got and you said you just there was some questions about the developer that we wouldn't want to because it's right it's kind of right in a residential area. I mean, there's a couple of businesses here, but I'm looking at like Google Maps, the 360 view, and I mean, this is kind of you know there's some businesses here, but putting a an, an apartment building here doesn't seem like that big a deal. Well, what was talked about at the meeting that. That the landlord had some other properties in the area, and, and the neighbors didn't feel that they were being properly taken care of. I guess. Oh, okay. He does have somebody helping him now. Uh, I think um, uh, the company that's helping him—it sounds like they do a really good job, from what I could hear at the meeting tonight. And um, and I asked him, you know, but uh, the, the problem. With, with tomorrow when I vote on this is, you know, will that same company be helping this landlord, you know, manage his properties, uh, you know, say two years from now, three years from now, 
And if not, you know, then are some of these properties going to fall back into some of the problems that the neighbors talked about? So I think that was one of the main concerns that people talked about was I think everybody really liked the presentation uh, from this uh, property management group, but I think everybody was worried about uh, well, what happens if he's not there. We are... This area, too, it's like the corner of Division and Fifth. That is, you know, at least three blocks from the nearest quick trip. We could be talking about putting a quick trip here, Gary, instead. That's pretty far from the next quick trip. <laughs> For quick trips, they, a lot of times they're across the street from each other. Right. No, I, yeah, yeah, I'm just only, messing with you. I, the only concern that was brought up by uh, our Council my, my, Member Neumeister, if I remember right, was, you know, that, you know, you, know, you try and, you know, um, Look out what's best for the city as far as development and housing, housing. But you also have to take into account, you know, the neighbors who have put a lot of their own money into some of their own houses to try and bring the neighborhood, these neighborhoods back. And um, the only concern would be, like uh, Scott said, was since you know this is zone for for the uh, commercial. There's no guarantees you know, who could buy that building and what type of commercial building would go in there. Now, would that cause more traffic and and problems than what their concerns are? It could be. So, you know, you always have to be kind of careful what you wish for, too, when you you stop some kind of development. You know, are, are you in the long run maybe making things worse for yourself, speaking as far as for a neighbor and you know, that, that speak against these things. And then as far as a councilman, you know, I've said this before and I'll say it again, a lot of times things we vote on, you know, that we feel good or bad about, you know, you really don't know for two or three years if your vote was the right vote because two or three years when uh, the development or the business or whatever goes in, you know, it does it end up being yeah. a good fit? You know, yeah, it's like uh, it's like breaking down the NFL draft before the draft and right after the draft happens. Hey, did the Packers win? They drafted three guys in the first round. Well, we're not going to know if those guys are any good until three years from now. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's so true, Rick. And that's when I, when I told people that they always kind of give me the stink eye. They look at you like, well, don't you know what you're voting on? Well, yeah, I do my homework. I know what I'm voting on. But there's never any guarantees on anything we vote for as a councilman or a county board member or even national level or state level, you know, as far as a politician, you you know, it, it takes a few years to really truthfully know, what, did you make the right or wrong decision? Uh, the public... You, know, mar- you, you hope that if you do your homework, you're making the right decision. Real quick, the, the public markets report, or public market report that you guys are going to get tomorrow in the JNA meeting. Is it just like, are we just rehashing what, what's already been said? Or is there, because this is a thing that has a $15 million price tag on it, um, this public market. I, I, is there anything you hear I, new? I, I think what it's going to be is just give us an update and then, you know, what's going to be different with this. And it's just basically, if I remember right, that's coming from planning and it's just going to kind of kind of let us know where things are. Is, I mean, is the public market. I we're trying to figure out where we want this thing, right? Like, I mean, it, essentially, like, we, we're talking about putting a U-Haul by the Kmart. Man, if we put a public market where the Kmart is, there's a high school across the road. Those high school kids could go there and get fresh fresh food, you know, and stuff like that. But is, is that kind of, like, in the works? Like, hey, where are we going to put this thing? Is there any definitive answer there? Uh, I don't think there's a definitive answer. I, you know, I, now I think they're kind of kicking around 
talking about it would be down by the fence grounds if if I'm if I remember right. I, I think they're looking at that uh, you know that property uh, the or, or another or I guess maybe the mobile oil. You know, maybe that's oh, part yep. of it. I guess. Sure. I have to look at it more. I mean, I'm still doing my homework and all this stuff, but um, yeah, I. You know, and as far as like again the U-Haul site, again, you know, we can right now if U-Haul does stay there or uh, ends up buying that, I don't know for sure if if their sale went through. I think it depends on getting the rezoning they want. But I mean, as far as running their store that they're doing now. They can run that store out of there for the rest of their lives if they want to stay there. Yeah. Uh, but it's not what they want. They want the trucks and everything else. Now, you know, obviously that's not what the neighbors want. Out. That's that's not the direction the city, you know, had for it. But the, the people who own it, you know, they, they talked about developing, and it's not going to work out for them to develop it. They want to sell it. And and to be honest, I I, I truthfully understand all the concerns, but... I'm just one of those guys. I have a tough time telling people what to do with their property. So I, I do have a tough time with that. So that's one of those votes where, again, I have to, you know, uh, sit, well, what's best for that neighborhood? I don't think the U-Haul would be the best for the neighborhood. It, it, do I like uh, turning down something like that? No, I don't. Because, again, like I said, I I've struggle on votes where I don't like telling people what to do with their property. Yeah. All right, Gary, I'm going to have to let you go. Thanks a lot for, for spending some time with us. Yep, take care. All right. We're going to take one more quick break. We'll be back after this. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. Just a couple minutes here. And so I wanted to – Brett was calling in. Eric's calling in. I want to get him on quick here. So, Brett, go ahead. You're on the air, man. Well, my question is, and I wish Gary would have answered this too, is um, – the city has a large problem right now going on with the town of Campbell, and I wish you know somebody would have asked him that. But I mean, this is a large, large problem with the city of Lacrosse and the town of Campbell. And I want to know. And you talking about the water, the PFAS? I know how Gary feels about his his person that he's backing, and I want to know. Hopefully, everybody is. Are you talking about the uh, water situation? Water, and I want to know how both people feel that are running for mayor. Hopefully, you. Yeah, I'll have Mitch on. I'll have Mitch on Wednesday, so we can ask him. Uh, Eric, real quick, go ahead. Yeah, was, um, I apologize, Dega Bird. If I didn't mean to diss them, I was talking to the guy about you call a lot of these big companies, and they. Put you on hold. They give you a bunch of numbers to call and stuff like that, and you're waiting out. I get that, Eric. I, I totally understand. As your phone cord's making all kinds of noise there. Uh, yeah, you call. You got You're you're mad about something. You call customer service, and you're on hold for you know God knows how long. I suggest doing it online, where you can just uh, you can see what number you are on your queue. All right, we got to go. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow.